Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Monday, October 4th, 2021, and this is day 1304 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning in to our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and glorify you and praise you above all others. There is none like you above the earth, beneath the earth, or within the earth. You are sovereign. You are the creator of all things. And I thank you for creating us in your image and giving us your breath of life. I thank you, Father, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, my Lord, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so, so much for tuning in today. Um, Today's message is, what do you treasure? There are some things that we treasure that are valid. (laughs) And then there's some things that we treasure that we should not. Um, Especially, uh, we should never put anything above God. So we're going to look at that today. And uh, in Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 through 24, and learn a little bit about what Jesus is teaching when it comes to what we treasure. Uh, verse 19, Matthew chapter 6, and it says, and, and again, this is Jesus speaking. He says, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves Do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. Wow, that is such a powerful statement. Um, our eyes healthy and and Jesus is talking about spiritually healthy. You know, I need glasses. I would wear contacts and I wear glasses for distance. So, you know, they're healthy with those glasses. Physically, I can see better, better, but spiritually, we we need to know that we're seeing through the lens of Jesus. We've taken on the mind of Christ. So now we see uh, the way he sees. But if we, um, if they're unhealthy, that means we're seeing through the eyes of Satan. Darkness uh, is what Jesus um, uses to represent Satan. And light is what represents Jesus and heaven and God, all those things. So if then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Very, very um, 
interesting and powerful statement. We cannot serve God in money. Now, money itself is not bad. <laughs> Just like uh, flowers are not bad or um, food is not bad. It's um, do we worship it? Do we treasure it? Is it, uh, is it something that uh, gets in the way of us serving God? You know, and, and we try to compromise the two. It is just, it's not um, valid when it comes to serving the Lord. Jesus says we need to choose one or the other, either God or money, if we're serving, serving God or money, one or the other. Uh, and money can be many different things. All right, so let's look at our points. Point number one, for the love of money is the root of all evil. Um, so money on its own, as I said before, is not bad. It's when we attach our love to it that make, makes it or anything else we put above God bad. It could be our spouse, our children, work, friends. Anything we put before God is wrong. I remember my mother telling me how she was complimenting my my stepdad who was like our dad and and say oh you do so great and oh I just love you for you know all these different things he he was doing and he said oh oh hold up now <laughs> you're gonna get me taken out of here don't don't put me before God she said, and she wasn't but he was making sure <laughs> that she was not putting him before the Lord the Lord should take first place in our lives always, not things or other people. When we store up for ourselves treasures in heaven, tithing and giving an offering is important, as well as our obedience unto the Lord and doing what he purposed us to do. So when we tithe and give our offering, that's a, we are being obedient to God. But our actions also and what we're doing with what God has given us to do speaks loudly and it lets God know that, all right, he's first in our lives and we need to be really careful. Um, I see this happening a lot with people. Uh, they will, you know, uh, get a big truckload of money or something will come in. And prior to that, they're dedicated to God and, oh, I need this, Lord, I need that. And Please pray for me, sister. I, I'm struggling right now. I need a place to stay. And, and, and we'll pray and they'll get the place. They get the job and we never see them again. And I'm, the, the key is, are you still worshiping God? Um, and, and it really concerns me when I don't see that very person that I would see all the time when they were struggling, when things were not going well. And, and they were totally 100% with the Lord. Or, or they may get a check and we don't see them again. Some unexpected check or, you know, and I'm talking about at church. Um, so we need to be careful and to not put anything above God. We all have a part to play in the body of Christ in building the kingdom of God. Getting focused more on money, things, and pleasing other people takes us off track from thoroughly fulfilling our God-given purpose. We can get so consumed with everyday life and everything going on around us, making sure that, 
you know, everything in the house is functioning like it should. And these are legitimate things. Don't get me wrong. We're going to have to deal with those. But whatever it is, nothing should ever come before God. Point number two. Um, this, is, this can happen so subtly that we can miss it if we're not listening to God and obeying his directions. You see, the further away we get from God by putting other things before him, the harder it is uh, to uh, hear him, you know, because we're so much further away. And just think of it literally, okay? Think of it when you're close to someone, you're, you're you know, just a few uh, feet apart and you're sitting across the table from them, you can hear them loud and clear. But let's say... You know, they're at one end of the block and you're at the other end of the block and you're trying to hear what they're saying and there's a lot of other distractions going on and a lot of chatter. It is almost impossible to hear or to understand what they are saying. The same goes for us. The further away we get from Christ, the harder it is for us to truly hear what he's instructing us to do. As a matter of fact, the further away we get from him, the less likely we're going to do the things we used to do, like studying our Bible. Because, you know, he since he's out of reach um, and and he's always within reach, don't don't get it twisted. <laughs> but the key, the thing is, we've chosen to become out of reach by backing up from God. God is there. He's waiting on us with open arms it's us that back away. And when we back away, we subtly begin to back away from everything else that pertains to God. So we're now losing our spiritual strength. No longer is it light shining, but it's more darkness entering in. And then we might have a fall, you know, because we don't recognize that we've gotten that far into darkness and we fall and it's like, whoa, that gets our attention. And we start to recognize, I need to get back with Christ. I was um, looking at a movie this weekend about Aretha Franklin. It totally broke my heart uh, to see all that she had gone through and to see her father, this very popular pastor, um, and how much darkness uh, this pastor was in. And, uh, you know, people loved him and nothing wrong with that, but to see what was going on, it was quite horrifying. And uh now and I'm I am not, not perfect and <laughs> or or any of those things. None of us are, but I never I just never knew and I was I came into this whole thing unchurched, I'll tell you that. I didn't go to church, I didn't grow up in church uh until I was in my early twenties. So you know, to see that and to see, you know, someone growing up in that and to see what was actually going on behind the scenes was really sad. Um, so it's important to daily put God first by giving him the first part of our day. This may, this may be five minutes or even an hour or more. Uh, the more you do it, the easier it will be to spend at least an hour by no means mandatory, you know, this is not legalism, but whatever time you spend will be good. It is a good start. 
do what you can do. And then eventually it'll be, you'll get to do more and more. I remember reading about Jesus telling his disciples, you can't even spend an hour of prayer with me. You can't even, you know, they fell asleep in the middle of prayer. So understanding that the closer we get to the Lord and spending that quiet time with him is going to help to strengthen us even more. Um, the more we're in his presence. It's also a blessing for us. It equips us uh, for those fiery darts that the enemy throws at us daily uh, through other people who either don't know God or who are not putting him first either. (laughs) So when they're not putting him first, they're going to act worldly. Uh, They're going to be carnal minded. They're not going to be the you know, acting like Christ would act. So being aware of that, uh, the Lord got my attention when I was putting shopping before him. And here's how I was doing it. I would go shopping and spending money that I really didn't have to spend on shopping as a therapy (laughs) instead of um, going to God. And God was saying, you're putting this before me. And I'm like, God, just simply shopping is no big deal. But when I analyze why I was doing it, you know, and I typically would do that when, you know, my my husband and I might have been, you know, at odds with each other. And, you know, and I'm like, I know what I'll do that makes me feel good. I'll go shopping. And here's how it started to get deep. I would go shopping and I knew my husband would not like it because he knew I was spending money that may have been for bills or something else. And I just figured we'll, we'll catch up next time. And so I would, instead of having to uh, deal with him, (laughs) I would sneak my things in the house and I would say to my kids, I would call them, they were older, and I would call them and say, is daddy, is daddy home? Yep, daddy's home, mama. Oh, okay, so here's what I need you to do. Meet me at the garage, and I've got some uh, packages, some sacks I'm going to give you, and just put them in your room until, um, you know, until I go, until I ask you to give them to me or whatever. And they said, okay, mama, okay. Whatever it was to please their mother, they were fine with that. But what was I doing? (laughs) You see how subtly it it uh, mounts up, it started off as, you know, um, I'm upset or I'm sad or, you know, I just needed to feel good. I don't, I don't want to go back out to my old life. I'm a, I'm a believer in Christ, so I'm not going out to the clubs anymore. I'm not partying and drinking anymore, but I replaced it with shopping and doing it in a way that, you know, is taking away possibly from other things. And, and, and I knew it was wrong because I couldn't communicate it with my husband. That was the first sign. Then I was also teaching my children to lie that, you know, just point blank. That's what I was doing. I was grooming and teaching them unaware, but the enemy working through me at that time, that was darkness and teaching them in a subtle way. Uh, but yet still doing so, uh, how to lie, how to be sneaky, how to be manipulating, all those things. Instead of facing the situation head on, working out the situation, but that was one of the things that we would do. We would not, we would get, my husband and I would get to a point and talk things out and then not complete it. 
and and we would still be left hanging. So we've learned over the years to work through our situations. And I've learned over the years. At first of all, I, I let my kids know later in life that that was wrong of me. I would apologize for that. And when the Lord brought that to my attention and I changed in that area. So now, you know, I make sure uh, my husband and I each get our allowance. We do with it what we want. And I come in that front door with my gifts now or with my bags. And I don't shop for therapy. I shop just because I want to. And, uh, you know, typically when I do shop, it's for things that we need. And sometimes, of course, things we want. I got to get the shoes. My goodness. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it is amazing how we can subtly fall into those traps of putting other things before God. So what about you? What is God showing you even now? that you're putting before him? Is it your children? Uh, you know, is it your job? Is it your house? Is it your money? What is it that you're putting before God? God is saying nothing or no one should be first but him. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That is the ultimate right there. That is the best thing. If you had one thing you could ever do is to accept Jesus as your Savior and Lord. That's the one best thing you could ever do in your life because it means you will be with Christ for eternity instead of hell for eternity. All right. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name. Amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E-B like boy, U-Y-C-K-S Ministries.org. Please check out the messages and please also share them with others. Also subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.